you experienced any blackouts, stretches of time that you can't account for? And have you experienced a feeling that you might not be in control of your own body? Hello, horrible people, and welcome back to This Horrible Place, your weekly horror podcast with all the screams you could hope for. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are about to happen. My name's Caitlin. And I'm Jen, and we're your horrible hosts while you're visiting This Horrible Place. Woo! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Episode 50! Episode 50! So cool to be here. It's surreal. It's surreal. Isn't it? It just seems like yesterday we just started this every week. It just gets better. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I get so excited <laughs> for every <Right>? single episode. <laughs> I know. Like, this week we have a really cool topic, which is poltergeist. We're going to go into Ooh. detail about that in a bit. Next week we have our upcoming Patreon episode, which is... Jen, you want to tell them? Yeah. So our Patreon voted on some movies that had like a cabin in the woods kind of theme and we're doing <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. Ooh. We are, which is a cult classic. People ad- freaking adore that film. I've actually already like watched it for like the episode recording that we will do on it in the future. And yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm so excited to discuss it. And it's was that your really first time seeing it? interesting conversation. It was actually my first yeah, time watching it. me too. It. I haven't I seen it. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited. All the way through anyway. I have definitely seen like parts of it when I was really, really young, but I barely like remembered. I didn't know anything about it oh, at the time, I'm you know? So, so excited. Yeah. Woo! I know, I'm so excited too. And then right now, actually, in our Patreon, our Tier 3 Horrible Saviors are voting on content for August, which is a video game. So everyone in that tier is voting between Outlast, The Evil Within, or Chernobylite. We will play it, review it, and get back to you about it. We were really excited. We love doing horror video games. So if you want to get in on voting, look at our Patreon. It's on our website, thishorribleplace.com slash Patreon. Fuck yeah. But I'm also so scared because usually we play together and we can like switch the controllers when we're too scared or like it just feels better having you there. And now I'm like on my own and I have to walk through the doorways or whatever we're playing and I'm so Think scared. about how long it's going to take me to complete the game without you there to hustle me through every room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, Caitlin, stop fucking tiptoeing through. I tiptoe like, through scared. everything. I'm just like, I can't open the door because I know something's there. Yeah, she'll just like pause and I'm like, are you... What do you, what's going on? She's like, I'm just building up the courage <laughs> to watch through. And I'm like, fuck, let's go. <laughs> I know. Jen's just like, run, check that drawer. Run, check that drawer. Run, open that door. Let's go through here. I'm just like, I can't do that. There's shit everywhere coming at you. It's grabbing at you. I can't yeah. have that. <laughs> I just like getting scary stuff kind of over with. So I feel like if we were in an actual situation and there was a hallway, I would just gazelle and sprint through and you'd be like, is there something around that corner? I like just ripping the band-aid, like, let's fucking go. <laughs> do you know what is so funny, Jen, I completely forgot about this until just now, but during one of our like bi-weekly Zoom meets that we've been doing, uh, you one of the ones that you actually missed, I told everyone about how in a zombie survival scenario, you are the only person I actually can't band together with because you will throw me to the zombies, <laughs> as is evident at freaking Halloween Haunt when we I went know. there, and you I threw know. me to people who were chasing I was, you. <laughs> I was using you as a human shield. I'm like, literally, Jen just like instead. picks me up and tosses me to one side. She's like, oh, there's people on that side now. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you don't mind. You're you're okay with being. I like, love you. Yeah. I'll stand up you? for you no matter what. Yeah. I will always I'd be, be like, the shield between <laughs> evil and you. <laughs> I use you as like bait, and then I get away. Like I'm the worst person. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and I and I love you, but I literally said it was like a Walking Dead Shane and Otis scenario. You're gonna yeah. shoot me in the leg and leave me for the zombies <laughs> yeah. while you run away. And I'm just I I love you, but we can't be on the same I know, tribe. I'm you know. Really sorry. I just <laughs> get happen. too scared, and that's like it's like survival mode just kicks in, and I'm like, if they're eating her, I'll have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's, that's exactly so what your brain goes to and <laughs> i love crying. you for it i love I'm you crying. that's actually so funny okay <laughs> um but i'm so excited we're doing a topic again it's been a while it has been a while and this is a really cool topic because it's yeah. just so all over the place is in regards to like origins and film and everything it's yeah. it's pretty vast in the past, so. we've done, like, Dreams, and then Ouija Boards, and mm-hmm. today we're doing Poltergeists. Poltergeists. So fucking scary. <laughs> the scariest kind of shit. Like, It is. No. It's really interesting, isn't it? <laughs> so, technically, the word poltergeist is from German origins for poltern creating a disturbance, and geist ghost literally translates to, like, a noisy spirit. Um, that's kind of the whole <laughs> basis of what a poltergeist is. They've been said that they can, like, move things sometimes. Um, they can, like, talk to you at points. I don't know. It was really oh. interesting. They say that they haunt only people and not places. It's just really quite interesting the way the poltergeists compare yeah. to like, other spiritual or whatever entities. <laughs> I was looking into that a little bit, too. And so, like, certain different types of ghosts are, like, an interactive personality where it's uh, someone who's passed away. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can, like, smell their perfume all of a sudden. And it's like, oh, like, hello, you, which is really creepy as well. And then... Right. Um, Right. Like, yeah, or like ectoplasm. It's like you can see in photos that like weird white mist or those yes. orbs. Oh. oh my god, this is oh, I'm getting the fucking heebie-jeebies here. There's a good movie <laughs> that actually talks about like has like a display of ectoplasm coming out of a woman's mouth. I can't remember the name of it right now. I will look wow. it up and get back to you. Oh my gosh, oh my you'll god, love it. We'll so watch scary. that too at some point. Yes, dude. And then there's and then there's like those orbs. You know, on those baby monitors, you see like orbs like dancing yes. over this baby's body and like floating around. It looks like they're moving with like intention so you know it's yeah. not like a play of light it's just like like so freaky oh my god so i actually like looked into that a little bit it was called like ball light orbs or something like that anyway and it goes back like way into like the 1800s and basically people had reported seeing things like that arranging in size from like a millimeter up to like a few meters wide and just moving around a space and then, like, exploding with a scent of sulfur. But people think that they were just, like, lying a lot because there was no actual evidence and not everyone could always, like, have the same story about whatever they saw, which is really interesting. But, like, you do see them in photos and, like, on videos. Yeah. So it is some kind of phenomenon. It's something. Whether yeah. or not it's poltergeist activity or spiritual, I don't know, but it's kind of cool. Oh, my God, that's crazy. And then there's the most violent form, which is a poltergeist, which can manifest in, like disappearing objects you're like where the fuck did my keys go or objects like levitating or thrown and scents and odors or like electrical interference like the tv just like turns on all of a sudden or oh this is like one of the worst power like comes from out of nowhere like in um in paranormal activity there's a scene where like this little choo-choo train kids toy just like starts working out of fucking nowhere and it's like boop boop like chicka chicka and you're like what the actual fuck turn that on um it is the worst yeah 
Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> or like knocking, rapping, or footsteps, or the worst fucking part, physical attacks, which it eventually usually yeah. gets to that point. <laughs> That's what they're saying too. Yeah, like so, like they they manifest their energy through moving, influencing, and sometimes even breaking objects and stuff like that. Um, and there's a lot of debate whether or not that's like really happening, you know, what kind of energy that is or what, it, what else it could possibly be, uh, whether it's hoaxes from people in your family, things like earthquakes, uh, unusual phenomena, like a gust of wind blowing down the chimney and knocking furniture over, things like that, that like people just couldn't explain at the time and were super religious or superstitious and would just like completely believe whatever the first thing was that they were told about it sort of thing and run with yeah. it. And then some, like, skeptical experts say that it's, like, a mass form of, like, kinetic energy that someone who mm-hmm. has, like, a lot of emotional turmoil is actually unknowingly controlling themselves, which that's, like, no, I don't know about that. I don't know what I believe in terms of this. That's interesting, because so many... that's yeah. actually one of my favorite, like, ideas of what it could be, that Ugh. you feel so differently about it. I actually really, like, love the idea of it, because I really think that if people have, like, a strong enough, like, negative energy about them, who knows what they can, like, accidentally do with that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard to be that deep and dark, but I just think, like, I believe in, like, energy and, like, manifesting, not, like, literally manifesting, yeah. like, an alchemist, like, shit's gonna appear before you. I don't believe in that. But, like, I believe in manifesting energy, and, like, if you're just really, like, dark, dark soul and stewing in it for a long time, yeah. I feel like shit can, like, happen. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, like, there was, have you heard of the Amherst Poltergeist? I recognize the name, actually. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. So, basically, this girl, Esther Cox, it was in, like, the 1970s in Nova Scotia, and mm-hmm. she actually had just been, unfortunately, like, raped by some male in the neighborhood, and so, like, oh, she was really, like, emotionally, like, she was going through a lot, and this turmoil kind of, like, opened a door, and this is, like, a real, like, story that actually happened, like, I did some research right. online, and it's actually one of the most famous polter- poltergeist cases in Canada, and basically it started off with, like, small things, as it usually does, like, there was this box of fabrics under their bed, and it basically, like, flew out, tipped over, and... And the sister and her were just like, what the fuck is going on? And then there was, Mm -hmm. it looked like there was a mouse under the covers at one point too. And they like lifted up the sheet and there was literally fucking nothing there. And they're like, oh, that's weird. And then one other night she like felt this like burning sensation on her skin. And she's like, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. And like her sister turned the light on and her skin was like red and swelling. And she felt like she was just going to like blow up. And like they called the doctor, like they didn't know what was going on. And like three nights later, the exact same thing happened with her fucking skin going all crazy and it basically just like escalated and one night when her and her sister were sleeping there was like scratching noises and they turned Mm -hmm. on the light and like on the ceiling it says esther cox you are mine to kill like etched into the fucking ceiling and there was spontaneous like fires happening like lit matches would appear out of nowhere and like land on the beds and there was knives and forks being thrown and they would hear like the sound of like a slap and like a couple minutes later you'd see like slap marks on her face oh my god can you fucking imagine like if all this shit actually happened like that'd be terrifying it and would be imagine trying to live like, like that i know there was like sewing needles that also appeared out of nowhere and were like jabbed into her face 
and the neighborhood kid, like some kid had a pocket knife and he was just like holding it and it was like ripped out of his hand and put into her back. Holy shit. And then one day when she, it didn't even like, wasn't even just in her home either. One day she was at church, like sitting in the back row and she just heard this fuck. I thought, I don't know if everyone heard it or if it was just, I think everyone heard it. Yeah. There was like knocking and rapping like loud bangs in the church and she knew it was kind of her because all this fucked up shit that was going home so she left right. the church and the knocking stopped when she left it's just That's like creepy. holy fucking shit and so she decided to leave home and go work on a barn and that barn ended up burning down and she went to jail for like four months because they were like you started this fire and then she died she got married and she died at like 53 just oh my god that's so fucking crazy like that story is nuts (laughs) like if that actually happened and so many people witnessed that too so like who knows i don't even know yeah that's really chilling like there's certain things about that like being slapped and like having like a handprint appear that's really like how do you possibly ever explain that you know like that's like unless like you're staring if you like you'd have to be staring right at her and like no she didn't do it to herself kind of thing but it's just really interesting like yeah (laughs) that would be a horrifying way to live if all all those things were manifesting around you just because like your energy is so dark and perplexing like um i also looked into a case called uh, about the Bell Witch, supposedly. Yeah, from... me too. Yeah. Yes, because there were lots of <laughs> movies based on this, including The Blair Witch Project, Amer- An American Haunting, um, and a whole bunch of other titles that actually have literally the Bell Witch in the title. So that's what The Blair Witch Project 1999 is inspired by, is her story. Um, and she's just supposedly like a shapeshifter, um, affects the physical environment, moves at superhuman hu- speed, and can speak to humans. Um, and the location of where she supposedly had lived or was known to haunt <laughs> was uh is now a location what is currently the town of adams tennessee so i guess that's where uh, the blair witch is hanging that's out crazy yeah i looked into that too and like the biggest thing that they were saying is like her voice like everyone could kind of like hear her which is so fucking scary she would actually like shake people's hands and spill and then spill milk and like slap and pinch children which is just like, right yes yeah it was really interesting to read about right like ah oh, she's just the whole idea of it is really interesting like it was a three-year period that these people lived in this house and felt like they were haunted by her or being affected by her and you know, this is this is the early early eighteen seventeen eighteen hundreds rather, and just fucking so yeah. People would creepy come from, like, to think about. Ugh. Yeah, they would come from far and wide to like hear or see or experience something. One of the funniest things I read about this though is that she fucking snatched food from their mouths at meal times. Can you? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? You're just like eating okay. an apple and she takes it out of your fucking mouth and it's just like, nope, not okay. today. But imagine being like five years old and this witch lady appears and pries your mouth open and takes food out from it. Like that'd be fucking horrifying, right? Like you would have, an, I think I would have nightmares forever. Oh that'd be the worst. God. It's actually so scary to think about. Yeah. It is. And I actually wrote down a quote from what I found because like her voice, it says, um, spoke at a nerve-wracking pitch when displeased while at other times it sang and spoke in low musical tones like a whole lot of note it kind of reminds me of like the dead by daylight like yes that girl who fucking the huntress yeah she's so scary 
oh my god, I don't like that shit at all. Like, no thanks. Oh my god. I hope just by talking about this shit, we're not, like, inviting... Oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> we're not. Don't worry, girl. If She's we're, like, does if someone say my name? Us, it's already here, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then there's so many dope movies surrounding like poltergeist even just like activity it's kind of my favorite genre almost oh it's so crazy yeah as far as like haunting stuff goes it is really interesting because it's so like i said before it's so vast in like what it covers like we watched poltergeist from 1982 um i kind of look back over dark skies which i'm I'm a huge fan of a lot of people didn't like that movie it's like kind of an alien supernatural horror but it does have poltergeist activity in the film which is really really interesting or poltergeist like activity i guess because yeah it is really similar in the film how they choose to use that as like an alien manifestation as well um and like paranormal activity one and two like those movies and like three and four and five and whatever they're all fucking scary like the stuff that stacks and like appears and like oh what is it is it number two where the freaking babysitter is over no that's number three i think where the two little girls are being babysat and it's when they were kids uh, before Katie is an adult and the freaking babysitter's there and wa- someone walks up behind her with a fucking sheet over their head and then just disappears oh under God. the sheet. And, like, as she turns around and it's the fucking just worst. Yeah, a lot of people, like, hate on those movies, but I actually I love them. I do, too! Love, I love how they kind of carry on the story. Like, the second one, too. Like, Katie even comes over here and there and she's like, hey, like, swimming in the pool. And it's, like, almost, oh, I can't remember, it's, like, six months before, like, the before Micah dies or whatever. And I just yeah. love how, like, they're like, we have to pass it on. And you find out, like, more and more about the original story. As, yeah, like, the, it goes, like, way back. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really Yeah, good. like... The way that it connected, like, the first movie and the second movie also, I like that as well. Because, like, at certain points, like, at the end of the film, number one, it's like, oh, yeah, Katie has, like, disappeared. And now at number two, you're seeing the time when she was still existing and shit was also happening at her sister's house that we yeah. didn't know about at all. And then she appears there at, like, at the time that she disappears from the first movie. Oh and that's God. the worst. Like, so I'm just like, good. yes! Dude, the part yes. where she walks up behind the husband and just, like, he wakes up and looks and she just snaps his fucking neck. Like, just... <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> oh my god just like no so not even sick. anything just a little twig we're just gonna give that little snap and be on her way yeah or even like what's katie's sister's name again i'm really bad with names we all know this i can't remember podcast. either i don't okay good um yeah. <laughs> but she's being like she's like the husband is out or something i think this is when they go take the dog to the vet because oh my god that's that part too is just like no you just see the dog like disappear behind the corner and then cry and then oh anyways um she, yeah. when, her, when her sister gets like dragged up the fucking stairs and her leg oh is just god. like flying in the air and you're just like oh my god what honestly stare things in like being dragged up or down or anything to do with stairs like running up or down stairs and things chasing you or pulling you that shit just is like one of my like biggest fears like there was a time where a long long time ago I was like playing in a huge house with someone and it had like four stories and they were like chasing me for like tag or something and I just fucking I I was so scared I literally ran so fast all the way upstairs to their attic (laughs) like I just fucking bolted because I just can't have people grabbing at my ankles or like my feet and stuff trying to get me and I was so scared I just ran so at least I know I can fucking survive that scenario because if someone like (laughs) grabs your foot while you're running upstairs like you're hitting your face and your teeth on like one of the upper stairs like for sure it's crazy yeah yeah, when I was younger and like terrified of 
everything. <laughs> um, I used to sprint up the stairs too, just like, nope, if I run fast enough up this staircase, then nobody can catch me. That's it's true. Right. You get this like thought in your head. You're like, fuck. I don't it's know. the fear <laughs> and adrenaline that just like suddenly power you. It's crazy how quickly <laughs> for me, like that switch flips. If someone is actually like, even just jokingly coming at me, I have to like run. I'm just like, no, <laughs> like I can't have that. You're oh, not getting me. Like, <laughs> It's so crazy. And then with like the paranormal activities too, like when the baby's in the crib and you see it just being like pulled down, like the baby's just like yeah. moving, like it's like they're grabbing one of the baby's legs, like holy shit. I know, Ugh. it's so creepy the way that both of those movies are done and like the, the content that they cover and just like... Uh, I love the way that they're filmed, the found footage thing, and, like, the house cameras and things like that. Like, yeah. I'm just a sucker for, like, anything that's like that at all. Like, found yeah. footage, anything, I will just love on it so hard. But, like, I actually really do like those movies. Like, to an extent, I don't love all of them. Like, number three, if that is the one that with the young girls, I only like parts of it. Because yeah. I felt like they were actually super inconsistent from the first storyline that they give you. When yeah. they're like, oh, our house, like, burned down when we were kids and blah, blah, blah. They didn't even mention that in the third movie in their whole childhood. And that supposedly is, like, what the end of the movie was supposed to be. Yeah. It's true. really silly. Anyway. But the Marks um, ones, I think that's the fourth. Like, I actually, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I really remember liking that one, too. Mark ones, just... I think, is actually number five. Oh, I think wow. it is. Because really number four there. is when the freaking kid who gets stolen from the second movie is then adopted out to a family, and then she <gasps> comes back and kills that family. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I can't wait to, like, watch some of those after right? this. They're so, so good. good. But do it's you remember? So there's, like, like, they're just so smart and creepy in so many of the scenes like there's one scene where the baby starts crying and she like picks up the baby and walks into the closet room and the mobile starts turning but it stops the minute before she gets back in the room and only we see that and you just like get fucking chill like i have chills right now i'm just like ew i know i love when movies do stuff like that when they're like showing only the audience stuff that you know you're terrified of and you just want to tell the person in the screen like oh my god don't go in that room like you really want to be able to explain that to them and they don't even know anything's wrong there it's just like oh it's the worst and in the second one too the husband like does not fucking believe and he's like enough with this ghost shit and the oh yeah because the daughter's babysitting at one point and she she here she goes outside the front door for a second and it just like slams and he's like it was the wind and she's like watch this footage like there was no fucking wind that night like i was locked the fuck out of the house and like he doesn't believe what she's telling her oh my god it's just so good yeah like why i don't know i don't know why you wouldn't just check your cameras (laughs) i know but (laughs) you have them for a reason don't look at them obviously it happened like yeah she's like wind from the inside like it literally closed like it didn't it didn't open to the outside you know what i mean what the fuck are you saying it's wind (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but dark skies too like you i just watched this for the first time when did that come out even i don't know that was like a 2013 film and i believe it's the same people who did like the conjuring and stuff i can't recall like it's so well done holy shit it's good it's a really good film and so interesting for like the kind of alien genre of films people that also didn't like this film i think that's just because they kind of are on the bandwagon of like hating the people who created it more so than the actual content 
but I thought it was really well done. Like, I liked the whole cast. I liked the storyline. Like, the way that, you know, the kid's, like, body ends up having all these bruises and, like, marks and stuff, and the dad, like, can't control himself and thinks this other bully kid is, like, abusing his child. And it's just, like, that's so realistic in regards to how the father reacts and how, like, the everything, like, it looks like it's just abuse and, like, manifesting, but it's actually been this whole other oh thing God. going on. It's so yeah. crazy. And then, like, all of their stuff in the kitchen at one point is, like, stacked up on itself, like a tower of, like, jams. <laughs> yeah! And, like, just, like, everything weird. There's, like, stuff, like, circling. Like, there's, like, a design on the ceiling from the lights that the, that's created from all the items that have been stacked, which was really, like, a cool way to create, like, almost like a crop circle in a place where there are no crops. I thought that was really clever. Because always, you only ever hear about, like, crop circles, obviously, where there's a farm, and that's the farm story we hear about because they have a crop yeah. but like they created a crop circle on the fucking ceiling of a kitchen and I was like genius that is right? the way to let them know that you're there without having to fucking burn it into their backyard <laughs> like, so fucking crazy and then do you remember the scene where um, the mom like walks into Jess is it Jesse Jesse, the youngest kid. Sammy? No. Okay, I don't know. I give up. <laughs> youngest child. Yeah. Jesse's the older kid. Anyway, the, the little kid. one, the little cute little boy. She walks into his room and the fucking tall, lanky ass, alien, ant man, freaky ass, spindly fuck <laughs> is like standing, standing over this kid and like looks back at her and she's just like, holy shit. And when she turns on the light, like both of them are gone. You're just like, what the I know fuck? such a Terrifying. cool fucking scene such a cool fucking scene so good and her acting <laughs> oh. is amazing too yeah, I love the way you just described the spindly fucks, by the way. That's spindly literally, like, fuck. one of my favorite things you've ever said. You're just so, like, to the point. It's just, like, in Leprechaun where I'm like, little murderous fuck. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Fuck is the right answer to end off a sentence yeah. when you mean it. I just have interesting descriptors, I guess. It just comes to me. Um, but, yeah, fuck, uh, there's so many moments in that movie that I just, add. like, it's just so well done, well thought out. I love how they go to that guy's house, too and he's like I just have to ask you these questions just to weed out the crazies <laughs> like the, yeah the and he's like got all these like cats and he's like all the cats know when they're around and stuff just like yeah. you're like okay buddy yeah oh, such a cool God. idea to incorporate that whole idea too of where like people seem like just crazy conspiracy theorists lock away in their apartment but actually like they're on to something and everybody else just is like ignoring it <laughs> yeah he's uh, like we, we imagined them coming here as some major event but like they've been here and they're here and they're studying us. And he's like, he said something like about, um, do like the test rats ask like, why are you attaching me to all these like electrodes and stuff? He's like, we're literally fucking ants in their game and they're doing whatever the fuck they want with our lives. It's like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a cool idea to think that like people always do think the invasion is going to be some huge, like we have arrived on your doorstep, but with guns and we're going to we kill you with peace. lasers yeah. or whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck aliens use to shoot at people and like no i love that idea that they're already here and they've been here and they're just already doing whatever the fuck they want with us and we don't even know it we're just victims of it and then again like it was just really cool uh, back to like the whole poltergeist idea of how they incorporated that kind of natural phenomena energy manifestation of like items stacking and creating that whole creepy feel when you walk into that fucking room because i would oh just like God, yeah i'd be like we're moving we're out of this house bye gone 
gone. <laughs> 100%. And then it just kind of, like, progresses. And I love those, like, those gaps of time they can't account for. And, like, did she yes. really go to that job and then start smacking her head against the glass yeah. and stuff? That's Yeah, fucked. she did. And she was just home all of a sudden afterwards? Like, no. No way. Yeah. <gasps> Honestly, if ever, anybody listening, if you don't like Dark Skies, can you please just, like, inbox me and explain why? Like, I'm, I don't I don't hate you for it. I'm just curious. Like, what <laughs> is it you don't like it. about the film? Because I actually think it's so good. <laughs> what the I think fuck it's is so wrong good. with you? <laughs> I don't also, hate you, What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Jen no. is, like, the aggressor um, today. Usually that's my role. <laughs> yeah, dude. The scene when um they're both sleeping, they fall asleep, they have this, like, romantic night because they're celebrating him, like, getting a job and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then she was gonna tell him about it but she's like no it's okay like this is such a happy night and i'm super stressed let's just forget about it for now and then she goes she like goes around her house trying to find him and then she finds him in the backyard with his fucking mouth just like wide open looking into yeah, the forest her kid is just out there oh my god oh, it's so creepy yeah just like yeah it's so gross and like i also really like to i think you kind of mentioned this or like whatever but on the cameras when they showed all of the like shadow things moving through the rooms oh, yeah. like i loved that like of like the thing is in your house right now and the stuff is happening around you and this is like recording evidence of it going through all of your house and like standing over your children's beds and like fucking creepy shit like that like oh my god oh my fucking god and then they they put these things behind your ear like they've implanted these try like that's how they control you and like don't that's even right. try to take those out because it burrows deeper the minute you fucking try oh my god like no i wonder if like anybody wealthy enough who feels like they have had something put onto them if like they went to a surgeon to have it removed what would happen you know like would the person just like die on the table because the thing's just gonna like jab itself into the person's brain like oh i wonder God. it's true i don't know yeah it's anyway, crazy. really interesting to think about because obviously everybody who's just like stuck with it can't like afford to go and get it like looked at and be like what the fuck is this can you get it out of me <laughs> I know. like it's expensive in america for healthcare and shit so it's true can't just be doing yeah. that stuff but like I, I love that one scene when he's in the backyard and then like his nose just starts like bleeding and he he turns around and like walks inside and she's like where the fuck are you going like it was just so creepy and like I, everything was so unexpected and then how they also like tie it in like the whole time you think that they're coming after the younger son and then at a certain point it's like holy fucking shit they've always been after the older kid yeah it's, <laughs> it's so cool yeah, like, the way that they did that was actually really cool, too, because everybody in the whole family is actually being, like, influenced and affected by this, but they're only after one of the children, and it's just like, whoa. <laughs> That's so and fucking I creepy. This, I love the scene when they're just, like, bearing down, and they've boarded up their whole house, yeah. and they're all just, like, together in that bedroom, and then literally... Like, you think at a certain point that the whole family except him was abducted because he, like, go and then his brother shows up and he, like, runs away and he's like, wait, come back. And, like, what fucking house is he in all of a sudden? And he's walking around. He goes around back to the like, mom's oh house God. that was for rent. He's, like, oh. in that house now. And that's what they're running through. And it's right. just like, yeah, oh, my God. I know. That whole, like, kind of skipping through, like, realms was crazy. Or, like, they're just essentially making you see well, they want you to so that they can take your brother. <laughs> it was so cool. And then his family's, like, back and in the now, and they just, like, are staring at him with their mouths open, and he just, like, is all of a sudden fucking abducted. Holy right. shit. It was crazy, man. Right? I, it's just, yeah. That whole... I love that movie. I don't know. It's good. People, and then he comes through on the walkie-talkie like at the end. Woo. <laughs> so yeah. cool. 
Yeah, and, like, also going back into, like, Poltergeist as well, I really love how active, like, this house becomes as, like, a manifestation because it's, there's something that, like, the medium who comes in and she says, she's like, oh, like, I've never felt anything like this house before kind of thing. Like, it has, like, such a strong energy here. And I love that they really, like, ramp that up into, like, this freaking crazy holy rescue mission shit. for that child. Yeah. You're just like, holy, yeah, exactly, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, amazing. I... The first time I saw that, when I was, like, way too young, it scared the fuck out of me. I was terrified of my closet door. I thought for sure that was the opening to the fucking poltergeist hell. Oh, no. And the worst part was my, like, bed was right next to the closet door. And the closet door, like, the wood was warped, so it wouldn't close anymore unless you slammed it. And I went yeah. to bed late that, like, too late that night to close it properly. So I literally just, like, sat up underneath my sheet, like, shivering. Oh, <laughs> afraid no. that the fucking poltergeist oh, was gonna get me. But I, like, clowned too i thought for sure that clown was hiding in there waiting like and then uh just that clown that is movie. fucking scary but one of my so favorite good. scenes from that movie is when um the husband comes home and she has all these fucking like tape markings and like yes things on the ground and she's like look at this and she puts this like chair there and nothing happens kind of at first and then it like flies across the room to exactly where the other like tape circle is and he's just like what the fuck and she's so like excited about it she's just like okay now look at this and they put the kid down in the circle (laughs) and she like flies forward i'm just like oh my god she's lost her mind imagine how crazy it would be though to discover such a thing like as a human you would be so crazily curious about what the hell is going on you'd just be like why what is that like (laughs) what could possibly be causing that like again back to some of the stuff that kind of debunked previous claims of poltergeist activity is like people sometimes say that minor um earthquakes or like tremors in the earth cause like kind of weird energy shifts for a temporary time and like will create like weird things like that of like unevenness or whatever that will cause stuff to like move regularly or whatever for a period of time and then just stop but whether or not it's true or merit there there's any merit to it there's really yeah. been like a lot of skepticism surrounding that subject oh my god it's so crazy it's like who the fuck knows and i love how in all of these movies and i guess like in real life it just starts small it starts with like where the fuck is this or like remember when she in poltergeist she like tucks in all the chairs in the kitchen and then like turns around for fucking two seconds and all the chairs are like stacked up like some of the chairs only have one leg on the table and it's like this perfect like pyramid i'm like oh my god that's so fucking scary yeah it is really fucking scary yeah, and it always, it actually, like, in um, my research, too, it says, like, the poltergeist activity usually prefers, like, women to men. So, like, in a mm. lot of these movies, too, it's, like, it's, like, the husbands or whatever are, like, in such disbelief. And then even, like, paranormal activity at one point, the mom's in the kitchen and all of the fucking cabinets blast open at one point. And she's just like, I know. Ah! Oh, my <sighs> God. That scene is also really scary. So good. Uh, yeah, just, like, if you need any evidence, there it fucking right? is. Like, get out of that house right and now, yesterday. <laughs> everything's recorded, so, like, go look at that fucking footage, and there's your proof. Like, oh, it's insane. Oh, my God. You know what I wonder, though? I wonder at what point in history, or, like, if it was perhaps just through, like, film culture, that poltergeist activities started being explained as like or like sorry manifested as things being stacked a lot because often from what i read in like way early like all the way back to like the 1600s it was often just like people knocking things over or like 
knocking a table over or some furniture or whatever to make it look like something happened but then it was actually just like mischievous people or people who wanted attention or people with like a mental disability or something that or like mental instability rather that like did things like that and i don't know it just i wonder when things started being stacked as like a poltergeist thing that you look for you know yeah it's so like deliberate and also like so playful in a really fucking dark way it's like why why are you stacking my cans (laughs) well that's what a lot of skeptics will say right they'll just be like can you please explain to me why on earth any energy or being would just stack all your shit i know maybe but that's the whole thing is like maybe it's not like a conscious thought it's just like an energy like that's that's my idea like maybe it's just an energy moving things in a way that are impossible for us to perceive because our brains only function at like three percent yeah exactly and that is the most that's like the scariest part of poltergeists is like it's so it's like trickery and it's all so playful and it's like why the fuck would you feel inclined to do this it's just to fuck with you and make you go fucking crazy and like it i love the progression of just chaos and like doors yeah start it wears slamming. people down right like that's exactly yeah. what happens it just breaks them down until like they become more easily manipulated by their surroundings and until emotional. they can no longer yeah they can no longer do anything but give more energy almost to like the source like it seems oh. like that's what it's trying to do is like feed off the energy and like the more negative it creates the stronger it gets and it just keeps going and going and going like that right so it's actually a common theme in like most like possession or like haunting or demonic movies is like they're just trying to wear you down as much as they can so that they can more easily manipulate you exactly and it's just so fucking scary especially like the knocks or like things slamming or like a big bam like on the wall that we've seen in like so many movies too like that's fucking terrifying because it also is like if they can do that how the what they're what are they gonna do to me you know what i mean exactly that's exactly it's always just like the fear of the unknown (laughs) it's like you're letting me know your power but what the hell are you going to do to me like ugh so fucking scary but amazing right like i just yeah i think this is a really cool like subject for films in regards to just any kind of haunting activity because again it it isn't always like i feel like there's crossovers of it being a ghost that is a person and just like also this activity kind of working in there as well but i like the idea of it just being like a weird energy source that manifests as people like given (laughs) and like are more worn down by it i think that's really like the scariest and most interesting thing because like i used to watch a lot of those like paranormal hunter shows and things like that and whatever like most of them were just whatever but every once in a while like I i remember one episode about a man who had like bad ptsd and he just refused to talk about it like he would not get treatment or help or anything and he clearly like you could tell by just like interviewing him that he was a very like struggling man with everything he's carrying in his mind Um, and all of a sudden when he moved into this woman's house, she owned a duplex and was like the landlord upstairs or whatever. He, all of a sudden, all these things started happening. Like furniture would be stacking and stuff. They took so many pictures of different random times that happened and they don't know whether it's just this guy doing it. And he's like not aware that he's doing it because he's like blacking out and stacking shit. Or if his energy is actually manifesting poltergeist activity and like moving things around. So it's really interesting because like that was a real life case where they interviewed this guy and he like people tried to talk to him being like oh so like do you want to talk about any of your time in the war or whatever he's like no absolutely not kind of thing like we're not going over that subject so like you know he's just carrying a lot of dark heavy things with him and like he just won't get help because talking about it for him is not 
what he thinks is going to help him or like you know release him yeah exactly and like the scariest thing about this is like ghosts and these like people that have passed on and like the residual hauntings and whether it's like an intelligent being or not like they kind of get into that in some of these movies too like because sometimes like in certain ghost scenarios it's like if someone pitched themselves out of like a seven story building the ghost will just like continually just pitch itself out of the building but then there's these intelligent personalities that are fucking with you deliberately and like moving stuff and it's just oh my god it is just it scares me so much and this is why i fucking like just love ghost movies and like poltergeist things because if it's just like someone visiting you being like you're like your grandmother or whatever and you smell her perfume and that that's like really harmless but all the poltergeist shit it's like they're fucking they're they're it's just gonna escalate and it's like so scary and amazing (laughs) right yeah it is so like uh it's just it's creepy to think about something where you can't even escape it because it haunts you as a person so like no matter where you go this energy is supposed to be going with you yeah and like that's that's what i hate the idea of the most is like there's nothing you can do about it there's no way you're safe there's nowhere to escape to you can't just like fly over to thailand and call it a day you know it's it's not happening like that exactly <laughs> and they fucking even like bite punch yes kick you, like just fucking what do you want from me <laughs> i know right like yeah like, even The Conjuring, which we did a few episodes ago, that's based on, mm-hmm. like, an, the Enfield haunting, which was also, like, poltergeist-like, and this fucking evil spirit that, like, is after the mom and wants to take her role, and she finds all these marks all over her body, and, like, there's, like, it seems like in all these cases, too, they're so deliberate in, like, attacking that one person to just, like, break down their mental stamina, and they're just so fucking, like, crazy, and the husband never believes them, because in that case, too, like, the real, as I said in that Conjuring episode, like, the real-life Roger was like, why'd you call the Warrens? Like, we're totally fine. Because the ghost would, like, almost seduce him and do nice things and, like, tuck the kids in and be, like, such a nice fucking thing but then to the mom right. like, i'm gonna fucking kill you like fuck you and so she's like i need help and he's like everything's fine what do you mean because they just try to fucking attack that one person it's like no <sighs> yeah yeah like they definitely would create just a lot more of like a stress pocket right and that's kind of where i feel they draw that line between like demonic possession and poltergeist activity is like one of them is deliberately trying to hurt you while the other one is just doing it and it's happening because of your own energy kind of thing it's really interesting like and you don't know what the fuck they're doing it for they're literally just trying to taunt you (laughs) which is which is the worst yeah yeah yeah. and like yeah especially like again like going back to the conjuring and the idea of like the woman constantly repossessing the mother to kill the children like that's like another idea of like repeating kind of a ghostly history but it's not just like walking and jumping out the window it's like every time someone moves in this house i'm gonna possess that body and kill their children in their body so that they remember it and then leave their body so they have to live with it and then they yeah. kill themselves just you're just like holy christ <laughs> almighty like what are you saying why are, why are you doing this yeah this is <laughs> my life this is her, my job i'm just doing property. my job well, all right just, <laughs> you can't move into her property because she said and if you do it she will fucking end you. <laughs> like, it is my favorite. Like, this is exactly why ghost movies are my favorite genre in horror. And it, they always just scare me so much. Because it's like, 
why? Like, what is your goal here? Can you just let me live my life? But no, they're fucking knocking shit over, starting fires, turning on TVs. They're like, no, you can't relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> be in a constant state of fear and hold your family close and hope that I don't fucking murder one of them, okay? Just sit back and take it. <laughs> yeah, like, there was actually, did you ever see that one series on TV that was called, uh, I think it was just called The Witch or something. It was on Crave. Um, anyway, there was this whole thing going on about, like, a small town that was... Oh, no, maybe it was just called Salem. It was called Salem. Anyway, the small town of Salem, like, way back when the whole witch trials were happening, but they made it really kind of, like... I don't know how to explain it. They kind of made it scary stories to tell in dark-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a little juvenile and magic-y and whatever. Yeah. Um, but there were certain parts of it that were really horrifying where like certain people, there was this one girl, she was tied down to a bed. She had scratches all over her face and clearly it looked like she'd done it to herself and that's why they were restraining her and they'd come in to like bathe her and feed her and shit. And she'd be like, no, she's in the room right now. And she's just like freaking out. There's no one in there with them. And she's just like, what the fuck? But then when they leave, you see what she sees. And there's this gnarly looking creepy ass witch lady who just climbs on the walls and shit and jumps down at her and scratches at her face and just like pure jackal from like 13 ghosts like creepiness it was it was pretty good oh for that God, scene that's amazing yeah that sounds so yeah. fucking scary i hate ceiling yeah. shit too like you know what i mean like, I people are like on the fucking ceiling it's like get the fuck down from there, like, <laughs> down from there. Yeah. be on my level <laughs> yeah like why are you like you feel so powerless when something's like levitating on the fucking ceiling above you like they can i just, know like, you oh, can't like <laughs> You know for sure you can't do that. So you're just yeah. like, well, I'm definitely fucking outnumbered here in attack skills. Exactly. <laughs> like- <laughs> and then some of these poltergeist-esque movies, it's like these poor fucking families. Like, sometimes they think they're in the clear and they're, like, living their life as normal, but it's, like, a whole lot of nope. Like, the original poltergeist, like, there's a moment where they're just like, ah, and then it's like, no, the fucking clown is here, and, like, everything's gone oh, shit again. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. It's interesting that they were saying there were actual, like, real corpses that were used during the filming of that like movie in the pool and stuff like that's that must have been the if that is real that must have been the absolute worst like that woman must have been paid a billion dollars right (laughs) how do you agree to get into a pool with decomposing human bodies like that's a lot of gnarl to take in they would smell atrocious the water would be atrocious it's going into your orifices i can't no, I can't. No, it's corpse not. water is off the limits. I can't. Yeah. That's a, that's where I draw my line. No corpse water acting for me. Oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> There's a really cool series on Shutter that you and I have both watched. It's called Cursed Films. I believe yes. it's a five part or a four part, and basically each one five. they talk they talk about like a different movie that's like cursed or has. So they do like The Exorcist, and then they do one on the Poltergeist and the Crow, and it's just really well done. And I I yeah. need to rewatch it soon too because it's just like it's really cool how they talk about the backstory and all the fucking bizarre things that happen around the films and it's like are they yeah poltergeist was really interesting the omen was an interesting one i really thought that was like the most intriguing of like the decapitation being a real life thing i was like whoa (laughs) wait a minute you're telling me someone's head got cut off for real during this movie like what And it takes a kind of comedic route sometimes too. And I just, I just really like how they 
how they pieced those that like show together. It's really good. I hope they do. I, I guess agree. they can't really do more because there's only. Well, they so can many. do a different like subgenre under yeah. the similar title or something, though. You know, like a cursed yeah. film could be anything and it could mean anything. So exactly. But the poor actress, the little girl from the Poltergeist, like I know. Mis- in real life, she was misdiagnosed and she like passed away because like I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but like she they basically had to finish Poltergeist three, I guess, like with some kind of double and not having her in the movie and it was just really hard for all of them to actually finish because they're just like mourning. Yeah. I think her name's Heather. They're just like mourning the loss of this little girl who was just the sweetest thing and they thought it was something else medically and they and she passed away unfortunately. It's so freaking sad. Oh. Yeah, that's what the director said is that like he was mentioning how when they were going into the film no one was on board to do it at yeah. all because of the loss of the girl and Didn't everyone right. was just like, well, deal that's with Hollywood. it. <laughs> yeah. That's Hollywood yep. for Basically you. like, uh, the, the, it doesn't, the money doesn't stop flowing. So get going here. You I got know. a contract and you better fucking deliver or else kind of thing. And, <sighs> yeah, so they and were the director was essentially so close work. with her too. Yeah. Oh my it must've been just so depressing. Like, how do you possibly stay like motivated and inspired and excited about a project when you were so depressed and now everything around you reminds you of the death of this person that you were mourning. Like, that is just the worst thing to ever make people do. Like, the whole cast must have just been devastated having to do that, too. And, like, ugh, I can't... I can't believe they made them push through. Like, they should have just stopped and, yeah, whatever. If that doesn't sum up fucking society today, I I know, know I know. All about the money. Just, like, Like, whatever. Just ignore all the bad stuff and everybody's fine. As long as we're all making money, all good. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh so my true. god but poltergeists like any movie that has to do with that if you guys have any recommendations as well like we are fucking open to it because this is my favorite kind of genre in horror and like ghosts in general but also just poltergeists that knock objects over and pinch and like are so physically fucking like they just terrorize you it's it's so scary to me (laughs) i'm so excited to show you this one film that i i referenced earlier i can't remember the name of but all i remember is like it's like students at a college their professor believes in the paranormal and they're going to like prove that it's like real and whatever and there's this girl who shows up and starts talking about like evie and evie is like the entity that's there with them and it's just like a weird crazy thing and you see the ectoplasmic like morph shit come out of her mouth it's fucking so good uh i can't remember the name i will look it up and i will let you know and it's gonna be so good (laughs) i'm so excited okay there's a movie that um we are gonna do a episode on i know you haven't seen it but it's called grave encounters and it kind of is found footagey deals with this kind of topic and i won't say it's like absolutely amazing and like everything's on point but it is really fucking scary at certain points and Still. i i know we both love the found footagey kind yeah, of sucker genre. For it, no matter what, pretty yeah much, so. and it reminds <laughs> me a lot like i this was my first time seeing it um maybe a week ago and it's crazy mm-hmm. how many like things from our audio drama that like reminded me of it because they have walkie talkies oh. and there's like things like i just really like it so i'm excited to talk about that with you in a future episode that's cool sure. okay yeah, yeah grave encounters let's get that going Ooh. Well, thanks for being here with us again this week, horrible people. It's always so awesome joining in with you. Episode 50. We do this because of you. You guys make this for us. Like, podcasting life. What is it without people enjoying horror with us? Exactly. And I'm excited for our next episode, Sleepaway Camp. Thank you, Patreon, for voting. Because I'm so excited to see this for the first time. I can't wait. 
Yeah, shout out to Jeremy and Matthew who have been like our lifelong patrons. They've supported us literally from the beginning of this project and that's so cool. Like they've been really helping us essentially like we use Patreon to like fund our podcast. So yeah. that's what we're doing with it. Like we're going to get like upgrade our like little our, our equipment here and all that jazz. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And make sure you come back next Wednesday at six for our next episode. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible, Horrible things, things are happening, happening here. here.